reading from, from the book of Matthew, chapter 28. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. That'll cure what ails you. You ever had somebody say that to you? That'll cure what ails you. You know, and then they give you their favorite home remedy. You know, a cup of strong coffee, a shot of whiskey, a long walk, a short nap, a couple of aspirin, a bar of chocolate, maybe the entire bag of chocolate. That'll cure what ails you. You know, we love our, our home remedies. And some of them, some of them, they work really well. And some of them, well, they don't work at all. But that doesn't stop us from recommending them, does it? That'll cure what ails you. However, you know the problem? You know the problem with every one of our cures? The problem with every one of our cures is that they're designed to get us back to normal. Now, consider today's most talked about cures. We have cures right now that are being produced for us by companies with names like Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. These companies are producing cures. Why? To get us back to normal. I mean, how many times have we asked that? How many times have you asked that? How many times have you heard people ask, when are things going to get back to normal? We're waiting for a cure. Why? To get us back to normal. And that's what we're excited. You know, we're looking for these vaccines because they're designed to cure what ails you. And our hope is that they're going to get us back to normal. Now, friends, while normal might sound good, do you want to know what's even better than normal? New. Even better than normal is new. You know, what about a cure? What about a cure that wouldn't just get us back to normal? What about a cure that would offer us something new? What about a cure that could make us and could make all things new? You know, the Easter account, what strikes me about it, as Katie read it to us this morning, is that it wasn't a celebration about normal. It was a celebration about new. You know, the women arrived at the tomb that first Easter morning. They found it unexpectedly empty. They heard the angel's announcement. They met the risen Christ. And you didn't hear them celebrating, yes, now everything can go back to normal. In fact, if Christ is risen, there seemed to be a recognition that nothing was ever going to be the same. That there was no going back to normal. They, they didn't run from there. Here's the good news. Jesus has risen to make all things normal. These women realized that if Christ is risen, then nothing's going to be normal again. In fact, something new has come into this world. You see, 
Jesus came to offer us a cure. And friends, the cure is not just about returning us to normal, but about making all things new. The celebration of Easter is not about normal. It's about new. You know, one of the most powerful statements in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy comes in the final book of the series. After this ring of power has been destroyed, evil's been vanquished, the Dark Lord has been killed, and Samwise Gamgee, the hobbit who accompanied the ring bearer to the ring's destruction, he awakes and he finds a friend that he thought was long dead. And he declares, Gandalf, I thought you were dead. Is everything sad going to come untrue? What's happened to the world? You see, Sam didn't wake and see his friend who he thought was dead and say, wow, now everything can return to normal. No, seeing a friend apparently back from the dead, Sam realizes nothing is normal, nor is it ever going to be normal again. Something new has broken into the world. And now is everything sad going to come untrue? What has happened to the world? And I can imagine the women, that first Easter, clinging, it says. It says that they clung to Jesus' feet when they met Him and worshipped Him. And I imagine them clinging to His feet and weeping and wondering, is everything sad now going to come untrue? What's happened to this world? I can imagine that there wasn't a single one of them clinging to Jesus' feet thinking, now things can return to normal. Because clearly, something new had come. And friends, that's the hope of Easter. The hope of Easter is a cure that doesn't just get us back to normal, but a cure that's going to make all things new. God's cure is ultimately to make all things new, to make all the sad things come untrue. Pastor Tim Keller just wrote a book, and in that book he says, there's nothing the resurrection won't cure. There's nothing the resurrection won't cure. Friends, every other cure that this world has to offer will only last you so long, and it will only cure so many ailments, and every other cure can only hope to just get you back to normal. But on Easter, God announces a cure designed to cure what ails you by making all things new, because there is nothing that the resurrection won't cure. The message of the resurrection is that God is offering the world a cure designed not to get us back to normal, but to make us new. And those who trust in what Jesus Christ has done are being made new. You know, the Apostle Paul, he wrote to the Romans in Romans chapter 6, verse 4. He said, we were buried with Jesus by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Do you notice he says, now we too might walk in normalcy of life? No. No, he didn't come to bring it back to normal. He's come to make us new. The message of the resurrection, the hope of Easter is not normal, it's new. And to the church in Corinth, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. Paul doesn't write that the power of the resurrection is meant to bring you back to normal. In fact, he says, the normal, the old, it's gone. And what's come? The new. 
the old has passed away and the new has come. The power of the resurrection will cure what ails you because it's about making all things new. We might, you know, that we might not live a normal life, but that we might live a new life. You know, this last week, this last week, I was meeting with a couple. And this couple was telling me about their past. A past filled with abuse and trafficking and alcohol and poor decisions, broken relationships, sin and pain. But I walked away from my conversation with them and I said, you know what? The gospel is powerful. The resurrection, the good news of the resurrection is powerful because I'm watching these people. Their lives are being transformed. They've received a cure and they're being made new. Their lives are anything but normal. And what Jesus is doing in their lives is not returning to what was, but he's making them new. And friends, with Jesus' resurrection that first Easter morning, something new has broken into this world. It's a power that doesn't just want to bring us back to normal, but make us new. And the cures that this world are offering us, they're all temporary, they're partial solutions. No one cure that this world offers us is 100% effective against all variants of our problem. There are so many cures that are just not permanent. We have to return to them again and again. But Jesus offers us hope of more than a temporary or a limited or a partial cure. The power of the resurrection is a one-dose cure. There's no second dose necessary. And friends, it's effective against 100% of the variants of our sin. There's nothing that the resurrection won't cure. By the power of the resurrection, God is making all things new. And we can begin right here, right now, living today in newness of life. And then one day, friends, one day we will rise from death and we will live forever with Christ, eternally free from the normal struggles of this life, from sin and from sickness and from sadness, just as we were singing before the sermon. But Jesus was born to give us more than normal. He was born to bring us new. He suffered and He died on the cross for our sins. He rose again on the third day, victorious over sin and death and hell. And now, friends, as Romans 6-9 says, we know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over Him. He broke death's power By bringing resurrection. Not just a temporary rolling back of sickness and death. He broke death and brought us life. Jesus has defeated death. And so, friends, now life is possible. Our hope is not in a temporary or a limited cure, but the power of the resurrection that can make us perfectly new. For there is nothing that the resurrection won't cure. And as we were singing right before the sermon, as it says in the second to last chapter of the final book of the Bible, Revelation 21, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. The normal things have passed away. And he who is seated on the throne said, Behold, I'm making all things new. Not I'm making all things normal again. I'm making all things new. Friends, the final resurrection is the climax of God's plan to redeem and renew all things. There is nothing that the resurrection will not cure. So one day, one day we will be perfectly and completely cured. And now today, 
You can begin to experience that cure. You can begin to be made new. The power of the resurrection is right now redeeming humanity from sin and renewing creation from sin's effects. Now today, you can begin to live the newness of life that the resurrection offers. Because Christ rose not to return you to normal. He came to make you new. And friends, that's good news. Because let's be honest, normal's not working for us. Think about your normal life. The secrets, the addictions that destroy. The anger and the pride that burns within. The injustice in our relationship with others and with this world. You know, the times that you've taken advantage of, abused or oppressed others. Your disregard for God and for His creation. Do you really want to return to normal? And when we consider the mess that we as a people have made of this whole world, of God's creation, the world is marred by injustice, discrimination, racism, inequity, abuse, war, disease, poverty, starvation, oppression, and death. Do we really want to return to normal? Normal's not really so good, is it? In fact, what we really need is a cure for our normal. We need a cure that won't just make us and bring us back to normal, but will make us new. And God declares, Behold, I'm making all things new. So is everything sad going to come untrue? Yes. Hear the good news. There's nothing that the resurrection won't cure. And so, friends, have you received this cure? Have you received this cure for yourself? Have you by faith confessed your need that Normal is not enough. In fact, the sin of our normal has only separated us from God, separated us from one another, and destroyed this creation in which we live. Have you by faith received the care that death and resurrection of Jesus Christ by which the sin and rebellion of the old normal might be gone and the new might come? And if not, I would love to talk and to pray with you after this service or this live stream. If you by faith are ready to receive this cure. Because, friends, this is the cure for all that ails you. This is the good news of Easter. The good news of the empty tomb. It's not normal. The good news is about becoming new. And, friends, the women at the tomb that first day responded to the good news by falling at the feet of the risen Jesus Christ and worshiping Him. And how today Are you going to respond to this news? Let's pray together. Father, thank you. Thank you for the cure. The cure that we need because we need to be cured of our normal. We think we want to return to normal, but that's not what we ultimately need. We need to be freed from our normal, freed from our sin freed from our past, and we need you to make us new. And isn't that exactly what you came to do? The hope of resurrection. The hope of new life. The hope of being made new. Now, Father God, help us. Help us to live that newness of life. If there are those here that are listening that have not heard and responded and received, I pray, Father, that you would move them to seek you, to speak to someone that they trust, and to receive the cure. 
And for those of us that have received the cure, Father, help us now to fall at your feet and to worship you with our whole life, declaring you and you alone as worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.